You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. It's great to be here, Pogues, and in any reality, you can call me co-host. It's a line from Vampirella. <clears throat> I'm going to be honest, I watched this movie like today, <laughs> and I do not remember that, but I remember almost nothing of this movie already. My brain, I think, for safety reasons, well, purged it she delivers a she delivers a sick burn when she says to, uh, sorry, let me just check my notes here, the lead singer of The Who, huh. um, she says to the lead singer of The Who, uh, who says to her, you're scum in this reality, and she says, you're scum in any reality, which is funny, because they're just aliens, so the reality... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no uh, alternate reality. Nope, 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 alright. Sorry, I, I have... My notes say that the the guy from The Who is in this, making lots of hissing sounds and wearing a cape oh. from a Halloween store. Is that right? His he also at one point just like went and bought in a, like a hair extension and just attached it to like a regular men's cut haircut, <laughs> and that was a costume. It was just no, a blonde hair extension. More importantly, that's what the filmmakers thought. A, Dracu- a, a vampire from another planet would do to blend in as a rock star. And they had no one to ask what rock stars would do or look like because they certainly didn't have one on set. I, yeah, I know. That's what, like, and then what's even more upsetting is there's, like, a full, like, minute and a half scene of him singing this song. And the whole time I was, like... It's a full-length song. Yeah. And it's it's horrible. The lyrics it's don't really make any sense. You can't really understand them very well. And the whole time I was, like, this, this motherfucker is an actual singer. Like, this is what... He, he is famous for one thing. This is being a musician in a very prominent rock band. And they were like, can you sing in this movie? And he was like, I don't really want to be associated with it as a singer, so I'm going to mail this in. It, it's such a terrible song. Now, I can sing, but can my character, Vlad from Draculon, can he sing? Probably no. not. No, so I don't think so, it's just a disguise. <laughs> and they, like, pause it, too, as if, like... When he like disappears, it's like front headline news. It's like I don't think anybody would notice, like, because he's like the essentially the lead singer of like Judas Priest. That's not going to be an article on the front of he's a newspaper. Playing, I, I want to be clear. He's playing Vegas to what appears to be a room of fifteen people. Yes, he is. He is not front page. News. He appears to be playing in like a black box comedy theater, like, what, like a small place, like at an open mic night, where in like. I don't know. It was so weird. And there's like if, four people really into him. If 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 the 80-year-old singer of a fake goth band that plays only in the uh, unheard of clubs in Vegas disappeared overnight, that would be a regular yes. Saturday night in Vegas. That I would be... even ask. <laughs> in fact, they'd all be like, boy, he, he, was lo- he was around a lot longer than most of our weird, gothy, washed-up singers. <laughs> And then here's a question. Why did he need to pretend to be somebody else? They never yeah. explained why a man who no one knows who he is needs a secret identity. I Superman needs lived... a secret identity because everyone knows who Superman is. I guess no one knows who Vlad is. Many lives, I assume. But let's go ahead and, and set the also, stage here. Later, they explained that uh, the one guy's dad uh, was killed and they've been hunting Vlad for all this time. And no one's ever seen him to be like... Yeah, he looks exactly like, apparently, world-famous musician Jesse Blood, or whatever the fuck his name was. He put uh-huh. Blood in his goddamn name. It was like the yeah. end of that Rick and Morty, you know? Where it's like, you don't have to make a pun so we know you're a vampire in your name. 
I know. Coach Veratu, that's one of my favorite endings. Anyways, yeah, we watched... Yeah, it's like, all right, Wolfman, what's your cover? I'm Johnny Howell. Well, don't do not do that, though. <laughs> what about you, Mummy? I think I'm going to go undercover as Dr. Bandages. <laughs> it's not, yeah. it's like not really a last name, though. Uh, Frankenstein? I'm going to be Dr. Frankenstein. Um... <laughs> But see, it throws them off because everybody thinks that's not my name. That's the guy who created me. I'm Frankenstein's monster, actually. It's a misnomer. Too conceptual, Frankenstein. But uh, let's get everyone on track. You've heard the following words. Draculon. Vlad. <laughs> uh, Roger Daltrey. So you, you you probably have already put together, if you're a listener, listener to this podcast, that we have done Vampirella. Um, yes, 1996 Vampirella, which you could watch on YouTube by searching for vampirilla and right below the trailer there is a movie that has subtitles from some european country and you can watch it if you really want to <laughs> and it was it was directed by our personal podcast favorite oh yes. jim winorski the man behind sexy wives sensations house on hooter hill busty cops 2 but not busty cops 1 crash <laughs> He really, brought, Jones. He, really, he really breathed new life into that franchise they call <laughs> him the franchise busty. viagra Alabama Jones and the Busty Crusade, and of course, as we all are aware, the Bear Wench Project 2 scared topless. So, um, Jim Winorski, uh, a man who put out four slutty films every year, did under, this movie, Under pseudonyms. Under, like, under, under pseudonyms, fake names. Like Harold Blueberry, put together this adaptation of a C-level comic book character, Vampirella, which did so poorly that not only everyone include I couldn't find anything positive. When we do these bad movies, folks, I do some digging. And I'll find some nerd somewhere who's like, I know it's a dumb movie, but I have the VHS copy and it's so fun and dumb and blah, blah, blah. I, I like this scene or whatever. And they're always totally wrong, of course. But I couldn't find one person who gave this movie even a light compliment. Not not even in like a like a joking manner to be like, I'm going to no. be the guy who reviews bad movies on Amazon and says they're great. Exactly. No, there was always like some there's always like some GeoCities page where some guy is just writing uh, horror reviews to no one. I say in my podcast to no one. Um, and, we have and, ten <laughs> listeners, and, and and there's always like he's like, why everyone's got this movie wrong? No one did this about this movie. Even Jim Wynorski himself said, and I quote, "It's a mess of a film. I can't watch it. Everything went wrong. Absolutely everything." Now, we just need to rehash again. This is the guy who did uh, The Breastford Wives. Uh-huh. Bone Eater, which sounds like it could be a normal movie, but we all know it's not. Uh, Cleavage Field, which I guess was a play on Cloverfield. The Devil Wears Nada. And Return of Swamp Thing, which is a terrible so fucking movie we did for this podcast. Yes, we did that for this, this guy podcast. was like, this movie was too bad. Again, this guy. <laughs> I just need you all to think about it. His best movie on his list is Dino Croc vs. Super Gator, and this guy was like, Vampirilla wasn't any good. So, Vampirilla apparently had been being tossed around in the makings for a movie since, like, the late 70s, and just could not get traction. They had a bunch of people cast. At one point, they released a bunch of posters and ad- ads in the back of comic books saying vampirella she's coming to the big screen 
Um, they kept casting people. There weren't names that you recognize, but they could I mean, not they get ended up casting funded. a name you won't recognize. <laughs> yes, uh, she is. Uh, her only other credits are in the Mortal Kombat films. Mm-hmm. I think she plays woman whose face is covered for ninety percent of film. And she was briefly a um, a Bond girl in a lesser love a lesser loved Bond film, Licensed to Kill. Um, uh, is it lesser loved though? <laughs> Wait, which one is Licensed to Kill? Keep going. A License to Kill is the Timothy Dalton, uh, one of the Timothy Dalton ones. Oh, yeah, no, this is the bad one. Okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was thinking of View to a Kill. Folks? Yeah? Did, it, did, oh, sorry. I, did we just lose each other? I had, I had a Discord sort of freak out there for a minute, and I couldn't tell if you were talking or not talking. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll just put a uh, mark down for where yeah. it was. Yeah. We'll mark just it, keep mark going. It about nine minutes. All right. <clears throat> Do a quick pause here. Which one of us was going to start talking? <laughs> I, I was about to start talking. Okay. When you asked that question. All right. Just go. I put a mark down. I'll find it. What I can't figure out, and I I looked around a few places, is what how the fuck Roger Daltrey got tied into this film because i mean he's not obviously known for his acting but he was in some he was in a a, a, a rock opera adaptation of his own song mm-hmm. um uh, called tommy uh, mm-hmm. uh an adaptation of the is it pinball wizard i believe yes. the song is officially called and that i mean that's not like a beloved film but i looked up reviews because i actually haven't seen it and people seem to genuinely enjoy it and he was on a variety of other films that, you know... He was in Lost Boys? Wasn't he in the Highlander? Wasn't he in the Highlander TV show? He was in the Highlander TV show. So, like, he was he was in stuff, but why he got pulled into what... Like, this movie is so bad that it made me think I could do movies. And not in the way where I thought, oh, I could write a better script and get it published. I mean that I could go into my garage with yeah. 200 bucks and do a better movie. Because the costume of the main actress is... The cheapest, cheapest costume I have ever and seen. What's insane is like if you know if you know who Vampirella is. I mean, she's like, I mean, she was a real product of the '70s, like pinup girl superhero. But like, millions of women cosplay as her in costumes that look so much more professional than a, a feature film, which you know you assume has a costumer that that's their full time job, and it looks so bad. Everybody looks terrible. You ever get a costume from like the like the, the Halloween warehouse that that shop that just sort of appears and disappears in like you know various various mall like dead malls every October? Mm-hmm. You ever get a costume from there that clearly looks like someone just took a pair of scissors to like a tarp to like barely make a jacket and you're like i guess i'm a policeman i don't know this doesn't look right it's like shiny and weird and it bends it makes noise um this is what she wore it was ill-fitting it didn't fit across the bust it 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 it, 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 the straps going down the sides were too long well they were also like they didn't make any sense because they just connected to nothing and they're like the bottom part of it like comes over her belly button so it looks like she's yes. wearing like control top pantyhose or something. It, it's it looks it looks like diaper pants. And yes. I, look, I'm gonna I am not a crude man. I'm gonna be crude for a moment here. Uh, uh, Talasia Soto, who played Vampirella, is an extremely attractive woman. She's a model yes. and an actress. <laughs> the back of this outfit made what is a perfectly good ass look horrible. <laughs> like, and I don't mean to be this crude. I just I just need to explain to you, the listener. 
that this is an attractive woman who was ruined by an outfit. Ruined by an outfit that is known for being hypersexualized, and they managed to make it look terrible. Like, not even, like, they made it look classy Holy instead. Shit. It just looks bad. And, like, the whole time I was like, I feel bad for this lady having to walk around in this, she like, looks... ill-fitting outfit, which could have yeah. been comfortable. It's, like, She's looks very uncomfortable. And more importantly, that at certain times when the audio is right... You could hear it squeak and squeal oh, as yeah. she shifted. Yeah. I recommend, if you have a second, just IMDb the movie, and the first photo, you'll see her, and you'll just be real. It's like a real head-scratcher to be like, why would they have put a woman in this outfit? But the setup for this film was, in fact, despite how it sounds, on track for, for, for imitating its source material. Yes, it it's fact- pretty close to the actual plot. Yeah, uh, uh, Vampirella, uh, who's... Is she ever given a real name? I can't recall. I don't think she is. Her name's Ella. Um, Ella, that's right. Excuse me. Ella, Ella the Vampire. Remember that nerd she meets gives her the name I, Vampirella? I forgot about And somehow nerd. she that remembers it, even though she's not in the room when he says... That, that was two migraines ago, folks. <laughs> I can't remember that. Um, Vampirella is uh, uh, from Draculon. She's the stepdaughter? I don't know why that part was always necessary oh. that was one of my notes was i put that i was like wait did this guy just call her stepdaughter like no one in the history of the world who has a stepdaughter refers to her as right to her, to the child thank you stepdaughter <laughs> it yeah, was very, so very insane weird. it's only the other way around that you say it to your stepdad because you don't like him yes <laughs> yeah like, usually yeah, followed with you're not my real dad <laughs> yeah yeah you're my stepdad um so we we identify that she's some sort of uh uh I guess pseudo royalty because the emperor who's protected by two men in furry jackets mm. um, is attacked and killed by none other than Roger Daltrey who plays Vlad. Yes. Uh, on Draculon, is... which was filmed, I assume in an airport because all it is, is those, wow. those mobile the walkways sets, the sets, the I, sets. I folks. swear to God, they, I they just to went... talk about the sets. I, they had to have just gone to like a decommissioned airport and turned on those like uh, skywalk things, you know, that like they're just conveyor yeah. belts. So you don't have to walk because that's all the set was. I was like, there's the fuck there's is no establishing on? shots that tell you like we're on a, an alien planet. There's just a bunch of like beige hallways mm-hmm. and like little steps. That's like all there really is. Uh, and and, and his, this continues. To- his, the, the, like the main room where they're having the trial where her stepfather is killed is definitely just a hanger somewhere that they just hung a white tarp in the background and there's yep. no solid walls. So there's like a door, there's a wall with a door that opens into a room that is clearly just covered in sheets. I don't know how Roger Daltrey walked on a set and just didn't say no. Like, I mean, just they must say, have paid him a lot. No. And he probably was like, no one's ever going to see this. <laughs> you know, I feel like it, maybe it was like the the Arnold Stor- or the Sylvester Stallone over the top where he was just like, fuck it nobody's ever gonna watch this movie yeah if you're gonna pay me a million dollars i'll be in this piece of shit but he seems to be trying which is even more upsetting he seems to really be leaning into it yeah which is which is incredible because this scene is disgraceful to a porn like this is this is a porn that we would all switch off like no one one acting in this movie has ever acted or will ever act again um and, and and we're given a, a pathetic scene where Vlad's like, ah, yes, but I brought two guys. And these two guys storm the room and kill everyone. And then that's and apparently his, for, like, his several takeover. minutes before they actually hit someone. Like, they and shoot don't... so many bullets before somebody falls over dead. I was like, how are you missing them? They're just in a line. 
they don't even animate like laser beams, even oh, lazy there's ones. There's supposed to be some sort of gun, and the sound they make is they're like, pew, pew, pew. It's just three kids going, pew, pew. Yeah. It would have been better had they just bought a firework and blown it up off set. It would have sounded better. Just get cap guns, fuck's sake. Or just and make they, a bang uh, sound with your mouth, because you were clearly anything, making the laser sound with your mouth. Anything. And so... The, the the film goes off the rails so quickly right here because Vlad and his crew escape on a ship and they fly to Earth, the third planet from the sun, um, and they and they decide that Earth will be theirs for some confusing reason. I don't know why they're going there. Uh, Draculon seems fine. They've taken over, it seems yeah. like. I don't know why they just don't They, they killed those people Draculon. real quick. Also, they never know, really but... explained why he had to drink blood from people when the rivers are made of blood. It really feels yeah. like... You know what I mean? It's like, I don't get water from humans because I can just get it from real water. Like, rivers. <laughs> it's so weird that he was like, we have an abundant supply. I think I'll make it really difficult to get. It's... I mean, he he flies to Earth where he's going to apparently set up a new planet of vampires. Again, I don't know why. It's yes. not like a... It's, it's not a Superman story where Draculon's exploding. He's just mm-hmm. like, I'm out. I'm a a bounce, so I'll just... And then they go to Great Plains to explain that somehow entering the Earth's atmosphere mutated them to turn them into the vampires we all know, like the the lore of vampires, including somehow they were mutated to be afraid of symbols of Christianity. Like, what the fuck? I at least got when he was like, oh, instead of killing a person when they bite him, it just turns them into a vampire. I was like, all right. And they were like, oh, they're also still afraid of crosses. It was like, wait, what? What? Then you're you're positing either in this idea like God's God's real, right? And he's just letting these. Va- I was very confusing. Like they're like they're still afraid because of a genetic genetic mutation, or did like Christians really fuck up vampires? I don't. Understand. They never bothered to explain why that worked. Um, but but what should happen next is we should cut back to Ella. And get some idea of how she's like reacting to her father's death and Draculon now without a leader and how she needs to go chase him down or something. But we don't go back to Ella. We just move forward on Earth and then suddenly Vampirella shows up in an alley, a smoke-filled alley to rescue a nerd. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what has happened? Yeah, it's also... um... It's clear editing. They, that they, they explain because... that it's been, they're like, they show them flying away, and he says, don't seek revenge. And then it says, 30 centuries later. And I was like, wait, what? what? First of all, can't can't you say 3,000 years? Like, please don't make me do math. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, sure. hold on, 30 centuries. And they're talking about, there's this newscast of a guy who, I could not be more robotic, and is talking while he's talking about a spaceship coming back from Mars. And... Then all of a sudden, she's just there, and they don't explain it until really late in the movie why it's been so long. So the whole time I was like, wait, she waited this long to get revenge? Like, why would she be like, I'm going to give him a few more years before I go and track him down. And they wait so long to explain it that by the time yeah, they did, I was I'm like, s- I don't give a fuck anymore. That's what I was getting at, is like, she shows up, she's fully become Vampirella, because when we last saw her, she looked like... She was on her way to like a galactic senate, you know. She's wearing yeah. Like she's a robe dressed like she... a vestal virgin, like in an and all then, white. And then suddenly like... she's she's just standing in an alley in what I can assume is uh, New York City, like wearing this like 
bad leather red bikini and like saving a nerd and, and, and like, uh, for some reason a matrix trench coat oh she doesn't have that yet does she the nerd gives it to her. yeah and I'm, I'm trying to figure out like what has happened between now and then why you know why why this, this so much time has passed and it's not like i thought an hour later that she explains the very simple story that she her ship like passed through like an ion field and she crashed on mars and only was able to get to earth once like a mars mission came and picked her up but i was like why is this all packed at the back end of the film like, yes was it a by the time they get to it you're like i don't give a fuck like i don't <laughs> care about her origin at this point like it's way too late for me to be invested in this character but this opening scene when she appears was when i knew like i actually paused the movie when two like gangbangers approach a guy who's carrying like an apple II computer through an alley and i paused and i was like this this movie came out in 1996 and this was the scene they wrote to have her like save someone and i was like this movie is just gonna be one bad choice like i was already pretty bad to begin with because roger daltrey like starts it in 11 on the bad acting scale and then just continues on from there but like this scene i was just like oh this no part of this movie is gonna be good If, if someone wrote this and was like what if she saves a nerd carrying what would be like a 45 pound computer back then? Yeah, I guess I guess her first rescue is a guy going to a land party. It's the best yes. guess I can have. And then like I was like, "Oh, okay." I was like, "Well, I you know, I have read some Vampirilla comics. You know, I have like a general idea of the comic series and I was like, I don't remember her having like a sidekick. You know, like is this her version of uh whatever his name is from the Punisher, Micro?" And I was like, I don't remember her. She doesn't have any, like, sidekicks or anything. And then he's basically there, has a really weird conversation with her, looks up a guy on the internet for her, and then she just leaves, and he's never in it again. And I was like, Uh, well, that was a real weird inclusion of a person. (laughs) Kisses him and then leaves. Yes. And I was just like, why was that, like, was it just so somebody could tell her that this guy was, like, a professor? And then she shows up, and this guy's like a scientist, but he's just like an ordinary person. He's not an evil vampire. He's just works at like a community college. It looked like, and has really poor choice in hair because he's wearing like a turtleneck and he has a super long ponytail. And then they just get in a fight, and she throws him out a window. And that's that's it. Scene over. And I was just like, absolutely it. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Because I don't even remember that guy being one of the people from the beginning. And then she just instantly kills him. I was like, oh, uh, okay. Um, we also get a couple things here uh, as we get into the, the middle section of the film. One, um, we get a bat transformation, which... Mm-hmm. Uh, they go to which, that well too often. Which Jim, Jim Wynarski even comments on. He says <laughs> in one of the follow-up interviews... Um, <laughs> uh, shit, I lost the quote here. There it is. Uh, <laughs> you want to know how bad this movie is? This is an actual quote. You want to know how bad this movie is? Well, when you see how lousy those bat transformations are, you'll realize that we were just a hip little million-dollar drive-in movie. <laughs> I don't know where that money went, Jim. Jim. One million dollars <laughs> seems like a lot of money. for. I mean, like, in, in 1996, yeah. that feels like a lot of money for what you get. Ah, um, yeah that's insane because also too th- this movie costuming in this movie could not have cost more than 45 dollars no absolutely i'm pretty not. sure he, daltrey's just wearing all of his own clothes like i think those are just wearing, clothes yes. that he owned and was like Ugh, i'll just wear this today like just crazy he, he, rocker shit he's wearing normal clothes 
He is at one point in the end wearing what is definitely a Halloween Town cape. Oh yeah, he is wearing like the puffy shirt from Seinfeld, and then has just straight up uh, like seven dollar vampire cape. Like, with the red lining. The finale is just him with that cape running through a dam. Oh, my God. I, I, I told Ben, this movie, I watched about a half an hour of it at, at, at night one night oh before I was going God. to bed. And I was like, this is a, a terrible movie. And I, I really couldn't get through it. So I, I skipped, I stopped watching it and um, just went straight to, like, I, I was watching it tonight and tried to get through it. I put it at one and a half speed. And the end scene, I was like, it's like watching a fucking Benny Hill skit at that point. Because it's literally just the two of them running for a minute at like one and a half speed. So it must have been like a two minute long scene or something where I felt like we could have just played Yakety Sex as they were going through like a dam and he like runs up and just throws a guy off a thing. And then they run outside and she just throws a big metal rod through him and he gets struck by lightning and dies. And I was like, that's your climax to a film? Uh, like the world's boringest chase? Yeah, <laughs> the the fight sequences are incredible, um, and we get that first one when you mentioned when she just attacks what I assume is a random uh, vampire henchman of, of Vlad. She also, when being pursued, does a what I would refer to as the Naruto run. Mm-hmm. She puts her arms behind her and runs about four feet really slowly, and then that's when the CGI, <clears throat> that's when the film uses two frames to transfer her into a bat. Just like her, then they shrunk her and painted her black, and so you can still see some of her body outline. Like, when we say that she becomes a bat, we mean they put, like, a cartoon bat in a real movie. Like, it's, like, not a... They don't even turn her into a bat prop. It looks like a drawing, almost, of a bat. Not with any detail, just like the Batman logo flying away. Yeah, and uh, we also get our first taste of my favorite part of this film, which is purge oh my uh, god purge is like kind of like your dollar general version of shield i mm-hmm. guess um they have about as much money because they appear based on the sets to only operate out of what i think is a couple of storerooms in the back of a bowling alley yeah well and like their head guy's office looks like the place where they develop photos like his he just has one of those yep. desks that lights up so you can lay negatives on it and they have an interrogation room that is definitely just the break room that they move yes. the table out of <laughs> and they hooked up the room where they have a vial of holy water that they're gonna inject that's their whole torture yeah method, is they're gonna jerk you with some holy it's water like, it's and occasionally like, a guy rubs garlic on the side of your head on the counter next to him is like you know like like a small dagger a jar of holy water and then like a microwave that says please clean out microwave after yeah. use like, please, that's please cover dishes when using <laughs> No fish. Uh, like that's, that's a good all. rule for you listening. If you don't know, never microwave fish in a communal microwave. I mean, the sets, my God, Pogues. Even when, even when they're they're like 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 the per uh, the Van Helsing, who we'll get to in a minute. Oh. Even when Van Helsing and Vampirella are back at what I, apparently they say is his apartment, they are in the most rundown oh, hotel yeah. room. They are staying in like in, an hourly rate hotel room, like a place that is designed only for <laughs> prostitutes to bring Johns. Like it, it could not have been a grosser. Like it was one of those scenes where like when they sat on the bed, I was like, oh, don't, don't oh, do don't that. <laughs> Her ass is almost bare. Yeah, I'm like, oh, please no, not for, put the coat back on, please. Oh my God. 
But we meet um, we meet the Lieutenant Walsh, uh, who is the leader of Purge. Lieutenant Walsh, who appears to be dressed to be doing a uh, like a play of the Che Guevara movie. Like he's dressed like a like a Cuban, uh, like a communist guerrilla. He has like a onesie green outfit for some reason. Like nobody's dressed like him in this entire agency, but he's dressed in like combat boots and like a green. I don't even know what the I forget, like jumpsuit. It just has a mammoth rosary on it. <laughs> it's so bizarre, their choices for these costumes. Uh, and they are joined by uh, a little man. Uh, let me, <laughs> a little man named Professor Steinman. Professor Steinman is supposed to be their Q, who's inventing like gadgets for, their, for them to use uh, in their fight against vampires. Or what's his name um, uh, uh, from, from Blade? Uh, oh, uh, Whistler? Whistler, yeah, he's supposed to be sort of like a Whistler, like because he's creating all these gadgets for him to like, like, like you know, uh, 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 solar lights and things that he can use to defeat vampires. Of which, of which Vampirella or Van Helsing use none. I think at one point later on he uses his, his light gun once, and that's the end of the film. Um, the best thing about yeah, he uh, basically about... runs in in a scene and just shoots a vampire, and that was it. I thought for sure that was how they were going to kill Vlad. Like well, there's yeah, I thought so too. Nope, he never you know, appears again after that. You know, Chekhov's uh, Chekhov's solar ray, gun, yeah, so uh, solar recharging uh, assault <laughs> rifle. Yeah, he goes to just even specify how it recharges, which apparently is not some information that we fucking needed. But here's the thing I wanted to talk about when it comes to old um, old Professor Steinman. He's played by an actor uh, named Robert Clotworthy, who does a lot of addition of uh, voice acting for a variety of uh, things, especially. Especially video games. Um, one of his more popular characters is Jim Rayner from StarCraft. Wow, really? <laughs> yes. Wait, really? Yes. The Professor Steinman of this film, who does not sound at all, plays Jim Rayner in most of the StarCraft games. Yeah, because, like, I mean, he is doing, like, the like the late 80s, early 90s nerd voice. Like, yes, he's just overly high-pitched. Uh, he's, he's, like, really awkward and nervous every time he speaks. Wow, that is crazy. I guess, you also, know what? Now he we found somebody. That, that's the second most famous person in this movie. Well, uh, second maybe, I think maybe third, because are you aware um, of which, which uh, the two unnamed astronauts that are like mind controlled by Vampirella so she can get to uh The get one to dude looked familiar. That's uh John Landis, my boy. Oh that okay. <laughs> Holy shit. That I was looking at him, I was like, that dude looks really familiar, but I couldn't figure out who it was. I don't again, I don't know why any of these people were talking. He into must it. be friends with uh the director, right? He uh, has I guess to be. so. I mean, that's the only way he would show up to do like a two-line uh, spot as like a as an astronaut. Isn't I he the one who like killed somebody during the Twilight Zone movie too? <laughs> I don't think that's really his legacy, but sure. Isn't it? Um, he killed two children. I think that's someone's <laughs> legacy. That may not actually be true. I shouldn't say that. Pur- Purge I think is he's my, the one. Purge is my fucking favorite thing. Purge appears to be uh, like. A dropped organization from like the Venture Brothers cartoon because they are a bunch of completely incompetent vampire hunters. One of which is named Van Helsing, but might as well be named like Bill Van Helsing because he has no like bravado or coolness. He's just this weird, awkward agent. And the best part 
is they all have uniforms, like, but not like army uniforms. They're all dressed in like black trench coats, and they have those caps, Pogues, those fucking baseball caps. I need one now. <laughs> they were like an amazing unit. They their outfits were really weird. They were, they were like black and white for some reason. They were black and white, and they had baseball caps with, I guess, it's like a Catholic like cross on it like i don't know what that is i I guess maybe yeah it was was like a holy cross it was like a cool swat team for the pope it was awesome and i just they were the best part about this movie because they trust vampirella immediately which is the stupidest thing yeah i mean van helsing meets her and is instantly like yep (laughs) yeah you're one of the good ones and and um and they, they 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 commence a variety of pointless missions they totally capture uh vlad uh in an amazing like ambush and then immediately lose him in like the slowest car accident of all time oh the best part about the car accident is is they clearly like shot it at you know like normal speed of a car slowly flipping over and then just played it as fast as possible so it just looked really like clear that it was like i don't think this is how this works it was pretty amazing I mean, just, I mean, just pure, pure, uh, uh, This uh, movie definitely, as Ben said, it it looks like somebody made it in their garage. Like, it just could not be any worse. And, like, all the vampires just look like Euro trash. Like, that's their outfit. Yeah, and (laughs) and they say... Did you notice Van Helsing had vanity plates on his car, too, that said... No! (laughs) Which I was like, I don't think that is getting across the message you think it is <laughs> i saw them and i was like bee hunt i was like what a creep and i was like oh vampire hunt oh yeah <laughs> like now i get it i feel bad i judged him so quickly also speaking of the astronaut scene did you notice that was like the exact plot to the movie life force some astronauts meet a vampire in space bring it on board and then it takes over the spaceship and lands I was like, what the fuck? This is the exact same plot of a terrible movie. Way less nudity than Vampirilla, though. Unfortunately. Yeah, Vampirilla also, for the sort of, uh, you know, the, the sensational character that she, she portrays, you expect the kind of exploit, you know, exploitation. Yeah, exploitation. Yeah. yeah. There is, like, one weird, or two weird boob shots in this movie where a woman two... just strips for no reason unneeded nudity scenes which is funny because apparently a big problem with the original production was that the people they kept casting as vampirella were upset with the amount of nudity in the film during the original like attempts at doing the movies so i guess they just went the opposite direction well which I, is I, I, I foolish commend. because anyone anyone who went to a theater to see this was banking on that kind of thing happening especially with the person who directed it by this yes. point he has well cemented himself as like you know softcore cinemax tna but I, I, I commend, um, I don't know how you say her first name, Soto, the, the woman who played Vampirella. I commend her for being, like, I assume she was like, no, I will not get undressed. <laughs> like, you will not see me naked in this film. So I commend her for not, you know, suffering through that indignity. I also, um, I, the, uh, the scene where she goes, like, Van Helsing, who... That, that guy, you want to talk about somebody who can't act, but he gets captured, and they're supposed to exchange for a vampire they have prisoner. And did you notice that, like, his voice is, like, 
real deep in those scenes because it's not really him but no one yeah. else notices but it's like no clearly notices. like the guy's normal voice is like kind of like shr- like annoying like mine but when they go to pick him up she's like are you okay he's like yeah i'm all right and it like nobody's like i don't think that's him <laughs> like it sounds nothing like him it's so jarring and i was like seriously you guys don't realize this is clearly not gonna be him also, I can't track the fucking evil plot of this film because oh my Vlad flies to Earth inexplicably because, like we said in the beginning, he had apparently killed the king. So why he was just abandoning the, his home world that he seemed to love so much, I have no idea. Again, it wasn't Superman. It wasn't Krypton. It wasn't destroying. He just, like, just dipped. And he yeah. goes to Earth where he apparently... St- I'm trying to track this. I think he spreads his vampirism into, like, a... Uh, like an underground society because they mentioned like the 12 leaders of the vampires the thing that is really confusing is so they set up that it's been 30 centuries but since there's no real time frame and like everything seems to be set in 1996 but they're like he was the first vampire vlad dracula it's like okay but like vlad dracula was vlad the impaler like he was alive only a few like a thousand years ago (laughs) like he was alive in the middle ages what did this guy do for 2,000 years? He was just like, I'm just going to hang out, wait for a cool time to start a vampire cult. They, it was like really weird because they were like, that's how he got his name. And it's like, wait, what? And it's also insane that they had to explain how he got the name Dracula when he comes from a planet that's literally called Dracula. Yeah, I, I, I somehow wasn't picking up on how that was happening. Yeah, she was like, he I'm took his name stopped. from where he landed. I was like, wait, what? And it was also like, if he landed 3,000 years ago, there was no Transylvania. It was just like a chunk of land. There was no country there. <laughs> but his plan is insane. He has satellites that are covered in biomesh something that makes them invisible. And I couldn't figure out if it was like invisible, yeah. invisible, or like invisible to other satellites that are apparently are surveillance satellites that have helped him like gather the intel to become as powerful as he is. But it's confusing because they he he seems to have become the dawn, uh, the the the, yes. the the leader of this like cult of global vampires. But like besides the one scene where they all come to like listen to his plan. He doesn't seem to have any powers. I mean, he's ambushed yeah. by police. He's got no enforcers. He just, like, plays music in Vegas, like, Yeah, I guess he, he seems to not be stronger than any of the vampires he created, which seems like a really weird plot point to be like, no, they're all basically the same. And, and there's no scenes of him, like, running the show, like, demanding that someone take over something or the, report it, to him. And, like, the one guy who lets him down by betraying his secret identity that he didn't need... Um, like, I was like, oh, he's gonna, he gets this guy back, and he's gonna kill him. No, he lets him still be the commander of his army, so I was like, wait, you set up this idea, like, oh, Dracula's gonna be pissed, because this guy ratted him out, and he's yeah, like, I'm disappointed in you, and he leaves, like, no he James just gives Bond him, like, scene. the mom treatment. There's no James Bond scene where he, like, pulls a lever and drops someone in, yes. like, a pit, a pit of, of, like, fire and sunlight that, like, burns them up. Yeah, exactly, there was no scene where he, like, tricks a guy into opening a door and the sun's out, or, like, yeah. stakes a guy, or gets him to accidentally drink holy water. Nothing. Because they make a big point, he makes a big point about when they're talking, they're gonna inject that guy with holy water, like, it makes you explode, and I was like, oh, we'll, we'll see that at some point. Nah, no we won't. <laughs> that nope. just won't come up. So I thought for in sure... Fact- all the this 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 movie is surprisingly bloodless. There's only a handful of fight sequences, and they're all really lazy, slow kicks from Vampirella, and then she yes. like just dips out Which a window. Which also feels form. like because they made her wear like those really tall like 
stripper like go-go boots you know that, like come up so it's like in the scene where she's running you can tell like the whole time she's running she's like don't fall over don't fall over because like you can't run in those they're not made for running they're made for walking so like when she's running her it's like clack 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 like and she's taking these little steps and you're just like this is not an intimidating like run scene so whenever she's fighting she can't like quick pivot to raise a kick because there's nothing supporting her ankles you know what i mean so like if she quick pivots she's just gonna fall over and roll her ankle and i was like this is like the fight scene with the professor they're just like hugging each other and rolling around at one point and then all of a sudden she just throws through a window even the purge agents just like kind of run up into the middle yes. of the room and just all <laughs> kneel and shoot fake guns. The, the final fight, they get out of trucks and their plan, they just run forward shooting guns. <laughs> it was like completely misunderstanding. Like, I mean, state guns work at a distance. That's the premise of guns, but they're just like running towards people as if they're going to engage in a sword fight or something. And the vampires just run at them. It was so bizarre. And the vampires and the purge agents all look basically the same in the long shots. So you could never tell who was winning any of the fights during that end fight scene. Yeah, everyone's wearing a costume that you would wear if you were told, hey, we're going to a Halloween party and you've not made a costume yet. You're like, oh, I have like a, just like a, a, like a black cloak. I guess I'll just wear that and be, I don't know, a, a vampire. Yeah, I, I have a, a black cloak, uh, like a button-up shirt that doesn't have a collar for some reason. It just buttons up to your neck. Yeah. And uh, a weird gold chain that looks like nothing. They all look yeah, vaguely they... like the villains in, uh, like, John Wick. Like, they just look like Euro trash. you know what I mean? And that's like... why it's extra disappointing, because even, like, a bad movie like Star Crash or something, you know, everyone's wearing ridiculous plastic stupid shit, and you can at least giggle at, like, how bad it all looks. But there's no one wearing... There's no costumes, just yeah. other than Vampirella's, like, I, that's lazy I, mean is, I, I think they bikini. made her costume and just told everybody else to show up in clothes they owned. Because, like, most of the people just look like they're wearing, like, jeans and a t-shirt. Or, like, some dress pants in a, like, a rock band shirt that they just covered up the logo. It's crazy. I love it. This, 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 uh, you're right, this movie was impossible to, like, to watch at a normal speed because it was so fucking slow. And there oh, was it was often nothing to look at. It felt but, like a movie filmed, like, you know when you watch a movie from, like, the 70s and there's just, like, these really long, or, like, the, like the late 60s where there's, like, long shots of people walking to, like, answer a phone instead of just, like, cutting to them, like, picking it up? Because, like, they were like, well, nobody will understand how they got into the room they're in. This movie had so many, like, pointless scenes where I was just like, is anything even happening? A couple times I double tapped to, to do the 10 seconds forward and it was like the exact same shot i was like did anybody even move it's so badly edited together and nothing happens but i guess they probably just didn't have a full-length movie otherwise no um but uh, we were talking about the end uh uh <laughs> the vlad here is his plan i guess apparently he's going to take these satellites and surveillance shoot, satellites shoot lasers from them that will heat the atmosphere at key points and create a nuclear winter that will block out the sun yes he's a bit he's essentially supposed to be creating some sort of eternal night at which point they'll have the upper hand and then they'll kill all humans i guess or they'll i don't know i didn't understand because it's like don't you need the humans for their blood so like don't you need them to be alive and aren't you like aren't you like a super like a like a super like aren't you like a super powered person that has already infiltrated Earth and like taken over uh, from from the shadows. Like so I don't understand. So easily that you've been you had a contract at like a shitty Las Vegas club. Yeah, 
You, you, you were just, like, on vacation, it seems. Like, you were just chilling. Yes, and no I get... one seemed to be aware that hundreds of vampires were killing people every year. No. They're just, like, all clear. And there's no blade. There's no one else hunting them to just purge. Which seems to be, like, funded by, like, one person. Because it's just, like, it seems to be about 15 people. And, like I said, like, the, the, the break room of, like, a Best Buy. Yeah. Um, but then he, he announced that he's going to use his complex satellite system... We see this complex systems uh, control room when we cut to the next scene, which is, again, an empty room, an empty storeroom with one guy next to one, like, one piece of, like, computer prop equipment that they yes. took from, they took from, like, like some old 70s, like, War of the Worlds flick. And when the Purge jumps in, they shoot, <laughs> they shoot the one, the computer, and they cut to the satellite evaporate. Yeah, it evaporates as if like they. Sh- I like. I, was, I don't. I couldn't understand. I was, like, were the were the satellites vampires? Did that like send a signal to like a, a stake signal that killed the satellites? It was so like, weird. Like Maybe- I thought. I thought like the Death Star had a had a bad weak point, but apparently, <laughs> apparently, if someone spilled coffee on the keyboard, all the satellites explode. Like, could you imagine building a satellite system? You're like, it's great. It's in space. No one can see it. Does it have a weakness? Yeah, I guess if you touch any part of the control panel, we put in this feature where they'll just disintegrate. Wait, what? Don't don't press any of the buttons and don't trip over this cord because they'll all just... <laughs> also, uh, they can create a nuclear winner, but I guess you're going to wait a day to do it because he's like, start the countdown. It's like, but what's the countdown for? Can't they just do it? Like, can't you just push the button and now it's working? Also, I love the scene with the 12 heads of the vampires because it's supposed to be like they got, all got brought together to talk about their plan. And he's like, he, he introduces, like, thank you all for coming. Blah, blah, blah. This guy who betrayed him, he's like, he will be the head of our armies organizing all the different vampire, like, groups across the world. Kara will be in charge of the satellites. Tomorrow, there's just like this pause, and he's just like, tomorrow we'll be the rulers. I was like, wait, why'd you have to call the other 12, the other 10 people here? Like, none of them have jobs. He called, like, this big meeting where you think he's going to explain, like, each individual part. No, it's just like, no, just these two people. These two right and here. Were, and a, a classic thing in these scenes is they bring together a bunch of, like, like the leaders of various, like, evil organizations. And they're all ridiculous. A, a really good version that I think is the stupidest thing I've ever seen was in one of the more recent Jurassic Park movies. They brought together all of these yes. evil people to, a, to, like, to like auction off dinosaurs to. And there's, like, a, a weird old Texan. There's, like, a... A Saudi, you know, like, 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 you know, prince. There's like a bunch of these like comically borderline offensive racial stereotypes of various like secret organizations. This is a room of what has appeared to be nine people from craft service wearing black blazers. Yeah. And then there's a shot where they're talking to the guy in Japan, and he's just like, like, he's just dressed like everybody else. I was like, come on, man, you guys are missing the chance to have like each of the twelve heads dresses like an absurd version of like like he should have been in like full samurai gear and there should have been like another dude who was still dressed like it was like the 16th century and some dude like dressed like it was like victorian england like they should have been stuck in time because they can't it's die. vampires that's like the coolest shit about them. yes their goddamn fashion come yeah, on like they missed the chance to make everybody like a crazy like i mean the twilight movies are hot garbage uh, but they even even in those there's like the group of people who dress like it's still like the middle ages because they're like yes. well, that's when we became vampires and like 
we still think this is a cool fashion because when we were alive, this was cool. You know, it's like when you see older people still dress like it's the 50s, like they wear a suit or whatever. It's like because they're still in their fashion of what they thought was cool. So you could do that sweet with the vampires. But like this movie is everybody. It just looks like they pulled a guy off the street and put a blazer on him. And as someone who uh, unfortunately had uh, his early experiences with tabletop gaming begin with Vampire the Masquerade, let me tell you, people, people have come up with all kinds of different like sects and all kinds of different uh, versions of vampires and different outfits. And there's so much, this is a rich history. There's even a note here in the production notes for Vampirella that, um, that like the director pulled in like a friend of his that was like a, was an expert on like vampire lore and i'm like no he fucking didn't he did and then he ignored everything that guy said <laughs> yeah or he just flew out his buddy to like hang out in vegas and just yeah. hey just tell everyone you know vampires real well yeah I, we're gonna i'm gonna put in like you get like a couple thousand dollars worth of blow we're gonna have a great time it was um yeah it was pretty crazy in some of the things I looked up for this film, uh, I was reading up on on Ackerman, who created the original Vampire uh, Vampirella like uh, uh, series. Um, I watched this little clip of of him giving uh, in his later years giving a tour of his home, uh, which is full, which is basically like a mansion to like science fiction from like the sixties and seventies. He's got all kinds of like uh, uh, like autographs from Vincent Price and like uh, a shrine to like Lon Chaney and like a bunch of like original Cylon. But he also cuts to um, an original, like, printing of his Vampirella comic, uh, one of the first runs of the bad, bad poster for the movie, and, believe it or not, the costume, which he has on display in his mansion, or did. That is, uh, that is yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, and it looks just as bad next to all this cool shit. <laughs> I mean, that's, like, so weird. And yeah, like, he was. The thing that's also weird is like when we first talked about doing this, and we were like, "Oh, let's do Vampirilla." I was like, "Oh, this movie has to be like eighty, like eighty-two to like eighty-five. Like this is like the sweet spot for this kind of movie. Like Paul poor, you can throw in a bunch of like unnecessary nudity and sell it as a horror film." And I was like, "Yeah." And then when I saw it came out in nineteen ninety-six, I was like, "Wait, what? That's so late to have produced this." And when I looked up to be like, "There has to be other versions." There's not. And it seems like, I don't know, this would be a movie that you thought would have been made like a couple of times, like in the 70s and then in the 80s, just like a sort of, I mean, how they made a Barbarella movie, you know what I mean? Like, it's so bizarre, because if you were to explain it, like, as like to a, a, like a, you know, like a movie theater, like a studio, and just be like, in the 80s, be like, it's about this woman who walks around in like a really scantily clad bathing suit. She's a vampire, and she fights all these other vampires that have built, like, a cabal on Earth. You'd be like, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds like the perfect kind of grindhouse movie. But, like, they never got it made. It's it's really bizarre. Yeah, I, my notes are just astonishment front to back. At the strange people they pulled in, at the failure to, 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 to even, like, again, wear even the most mildly interesting costume, or even yeah. just put up, like, the lack of just basic shit you could throw into a room to make it look like a vampire's chamber, like, one fucking tapestry, one, like, yes. red curtain, anything, but they're just empty rooms. Yeah, everything is, like, an empty to do room, sense, or... 
The other thing that got me was like the final fight, like when they showed up, I was like, all right, we're going to see like Vampirilla do something like cool. Like I know it's going to be tough for her to fight, but we're going to see at least a couple of fights. Like these kind of movies are always terrible, but then the end, there's just like 10 minutes of people like shooting guns and people falling off of like, you know, balconies and uh, falling into pits of acid that are there for some reason. But this literally is like they run in, they shoot seven people and then he's like, go get her. And then she just runs off. And I was like, wait, that's it? There's and then, nothing and then, happening earlier, in this movie. A 15-minute chase sequence through a bunch yes. of... Like, how stupid does Daltrey have to feel? I mean, he's a rock star. He's genuinely, like, a legend in music. And I know he's not a legend in film, but he should, he should have some sense of ego. And all he's doing is wearing a dollar store cape and running through, like, empty, empty, like, like... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, the last, scene, the last like, three minutes of the movie, four minutes maybe, is just, like, a shot of him running down a hallway, then cut to her running down the same yeah, hallway. they're not even Then cut the to him running up this chase. dam, then show her running up this dam, then show him running down, and I was like, wow, she's not even going to catch him. This is so weird. And then at the end, they get into, like, finally, when I thought there was going to be a fight scene, no, he pushes her over and she grabs a metal pole and just throws it through him. And then he gets struck by lightning, which seemed to be like unnecessary at that point. Yeah, also but, also a weird weak point for him apparently. I, I yes. didn't know lightning was holy. I guess I guess exploding, uh, yeah, catching on fire. Because I mean, he goes up like he's made of napalm. Yeah, he, he goes weird. up as if they use like the sunbeam on him. Like it made it seem like they had gotten him with like one of their weapons, but it was just like random lightning that yeah. she seemed to be conscious of. Like as yes, she like, does, as it, if she like, knew, like if I throw this thing, the lightning will get him. Yeah, I, it's. It was... I mean, what, what what else can you say about fucking Vampirella? So I guess I mean um, I guess I have to ask. I know I think I know the answer to it, but what would you think about recommending this film to I... even like even like let's let's set our traditional our traditional um, uh, 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 framework here. You've got friends over, you know. You order a pizza. You're all gonna laugh at this movie. Is it? It's it's an hour and twenty minutes. Do you think it's worthy of that, even that? No, no, I, I really don't. There's just... I would agree. There's just, like, not... It's it's not bad enough to be, like, enjoyable. And it's not short enough to watch, like, to, to get through, like, to, like, quickly watch it and be done. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's... I don't know. It, it was just so drawn out and boring and like just watch like watching it on youtube at like one and a half to two times speed probably i would say watch it or just you know like scrub through it real quick but there's so many better bad like shitty vampire movies like i said life force is probably a better watch maybe although it's pretty terrible too (laughs) yeah i think i think if you listen to this episode that's as far as you need to go we're doing the rest for you yeah yeah, actually, <laughs> listening to this is definitely a thousand times better than uh, actually watching the, the movie, because it is just not a good movie. It's really terrible. Well, I don't have any affinity for the Vampirella series, so I can't say this movie ruined it, but I can say it did ruin my afternoon. <laughs> what more can you say? Uh <laughs> I think that's going to be it for this one. This is a strong no to watch, even though we found it for free. Uh, (laughs) But next week we'll be back. Um, Well, not next week, actually, because next week will be Christmas week. So we will be taking that off. We'll be back the following week after New Year's to tell you what will be the first movie of 2020, which is insane when you think about it, because we've been doing this podcast for way longer than I thought. Uh, So pretty cool. 
if you guys have some suggestions for movies you want to see us do next year, please let us know. Uh, you know, leave a message on any you know Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud. All of them are slash naos pod. If you know us in real life, which is highly likely, if you're listening to this, um, tell us a movie you want us to do. You know, maybe there's some insane anime you want us to that they turn into a movie, or some obscure old '70s movie based on a, a character that no longer exists. Give us an idea. And uh, yeah, so we'll see you next week. Have a happy holiday if you celebrate that sort of thing. If not, enjoy, you know, I guess time off. Do you notice that she mind controls the astronauts not to remember her being on the shuttle, but that she leaves like her space bed behind? That was pretty stupid. <laughs>